The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. Good Friday. It's always good on Friday. Um, And welcome to Learning Blind Tech with Desiree Renee. That's me. Uh, Today, we are continuing our dive into Audacity. Um, I go into putting some effects on vocals and kind of my process for copying and pasting tracks and doing different things in Audacity. Um, I, of course, pre-recorded demonstrations of of all of that. And so, but there's kind of a halfway point um, where I'll stop and see if anyone has questions And so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to share my screen and make sure that you can hear JAWS. Uh, Let's see. Alt-S doesn't want to share. That's great. Oh, I can make you a co-host that way you can, let's see. I think it's, it's now letting me hear. Okay, it's you should be actually hearing Jaws now. Do you hear? Controls. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. All right. So I'm going to mute my microphone and put speech on demand and go for it. Here we go. So the past few weeks we have been talking about different things you can do with Audacity. And I've actually learned a lot from people who've had some good feedback and suggestions and different things. And so hopefully this has been a good learning experience for everyone. Um, Today I wanted to go over how to basically add some effects and what to do after you've recorded your track, you've imported what you want, and you've done all of that effort. And now you want to kind of put the finishing touches on it. So what I have right now is a file that I have recorded um, and created. Title is 2024 Maybe a Few. That's the title of the file. So now I have two tracks. I have uh, the music that I recorded off of my phone. Table two, table one phone, selected row. And then I have the recording that I did with my vocals. Table two, audio three row and it calls it audio three. I actually did three takes of it. I deleted the other two and this is what I have left. So um, I did this in Audacity. I plugged in, so there's a couple of different things. One of the things is you might notice uh, that I sound a little different today. So thanks to a suggestion from Herbie, I actually got a blue Yeti microphone. So it's really good sound. and it's uh, USB, so I can plug it into my computer and record directly into Audacity using that microphone. And I've tried it in Windows and on the Mac. I am finding that the Mac sounds really good. However, one of the things that I'm having trouble with, and I'll have to figure out why or what I can do about it, is that when I record on the Mac, if I have music playing at the same time, I don't hear myself so I can't monitor it and when I turn on input monitoring it goes crazy and echoes and things happen so um, so that's the disadvantage is when once I hit record I can't really hear myself like I can when I use my mixer so <laughs> as a workaround this microphone also has um, a an eighth inch um, kind of headset jack where you can plug in like an an auxiliary cord and that's probably too technical for a lot of people it's confusing to me too until I get to know all these wires and cords but um, I can plug it into the microphone where I would plug a headset normally in and then plug that into my mixer and then still use the mixer for um, for audacity so then I can hear myself I can hear my music and everything So that's what I've done here. It's a little complex, a little complicated. Um, You don't have to go that far. If you have a microphone that's USB, you can record directly with it in Audacity. Um, As I showed you last week, you can record on your phone and then import the tracks and kind of line them up um, by doing that cut and paste thing if if you have a little bit of a delay or where they're not quite um, synced yet. 
Um, so this file that I have is after you would do all of that. Um, you'd record your track however you do and then you make sure that you have them both in Audacity, so the, the music track and the vocals. Right now I'm just going to press space and play and make sure everything's in here. And you can hear, I'll have to fix the kind of intro where I've done things. So I'm going to start singing here. Maybe it's you, maybe it's me. I have that and it's just uh, what I call a dry track. And what that means is it doesn't have any effects, anything on it at all. So now I kind of want to play around with that because I want to give it a little bit of life. I feel like um, a little reverb and different things give it life. It, make it makes it sound a little bit more um, vibrant, I guess, or rich. So in order to do that, what I, the first thing I do is I make sure I'm not selecting my audio. Table one phone, selected row. Table two, audio three row. Okay, it's just my phone that's selected. So for right now, I'm actually going to mute that so that I can play around with just the vocal track. So I'm going to do a control alt U. Table one phone muted, selected row. Okay, and then I'm going to enter to one phone muted. Table one. So now it's just phone. Table two, audio three row. Now I want to play around with this track. So I'm going to select it. Two audio three selected, selected. Table now, what I typically do is I have my main track that I keep is, is what we talked about, a dry track. So it's just the vocals, no, nothing on it or anything, just how it is. And then what I like to do is copy that track onto another one because that way I can just play with that one. And if I mess it up or I do something I don't like that I can't undo for whatever reason, I can always delete it and go back to just my dry track and not have to re-record everything or re-import it, whatever I did. So I'm going to do that. And I've got this one selected. Table, table two, audio three, selected row. Uh, so now I'm going to try this and let's see if it works. I'm going to do shift J and then shift K. What that's supposed to do is select the track from start to end. Then I'm going to do a control C. And now it doesn't give you any feedback with speech that you're doing anything. So um, I've apparently copied the contents of this track into the clipboard. So now I'm going to press enter on this one because I want to unselect it before I paste. It won't let you paste another track if you have anything selected. So I'm going to press enter. Two audio three. Table two audio three row. Okay, so it's not selected. Now I'm going to hit control V to paste. Pasted from clipboard. Table three audio three selected row. Okay. Table two audio three row. So now I have two of these tracks. Table three audio three selected row. So now if I hit space. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's just the constant rhythm of the sea. Maybe it's just that I've never been the kind that can pass a lucky penny by. May so you hear a little bit of traffic in there. Um, when the music's on, it won't be as bad. You might hear it a bit if you have headset on. Um, I just, it's actually trash day, so I think that was the truck <laughs> that came. Um, so that's that. So now I want to take this third track that's now my play track, and I want to put some effects on it. Now, I kind of have some presets that I use that I like, but you can play around with that, and we'll go through it. But the first thing I'm going to do is select all the contents of this track. So I'm going to make sure I don't have two selected. Table two, audio three row. Nope. Table three, audio three, selected row. All right, so this is the only one I've got selected. So I'm going to do a shift J and a shift K. Okay, so now I've got it all selected apparently, I hope. Um, so what I'm going to do now is go to the effects menu and I'm going to pick the one that I want to add. So I'm going to do an alt and then release that, and then I'm going to press C for effects. So let's do that. Menu bar, file, to navigate, press left or right arrow, F, effect menu, plugin manager, to move through items, press up or down okay. arrow, C. So now I'm in the effects menu. So this is where you can manage your plugins, your different um, software. You might have extensions that you've installed. I don't do any of that. I just use what comes with Audacity for free by default. 
Um, so I'm going to arrow down a little. Add real-time effects E, A. You can add it, real-time effects. Repeat amplify control plus R, R. Um, I did an amplification on the audio track, so I can repeat that if it's not loud enough, and it'll do it by the same decibel that I did the last time. Amplify dot 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 A. Or I can start over and amplify. Um, I might play with that in a little while. I might have to turn it up and down. Just depends on um, what happens after I put effects on here. So. Auto dot 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 A. Bass and treble dot 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 B. You can adjust your bass and treble settings if you want to. I personally don't necessarily find that super accessible. Once you get in, you kind of have some numbers you can play around with. Um, you'll have to just kind of get to know what it is and then uh, reset it if you want to. But those options are there. Change pitch dot 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 C. You can change the pitch. So this is how, if you wanted to change the key that something is in. Um, so if you had your mute your instrumental track selected, for instance, you could go in and change the key this way. You can add a couple half steps or subtract them, um, different things. Just be very careful because sometimes when you do that, you have unintended consequences of speeding up the track or doing things. It doesn't always just change the pitch. Change speed and pitch dot 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 C. And that one you can do speed and pitch. Change tempo dot 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 C. You can change it, the tempo, so separate from the pitch. Click removal dot 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 C. You can remove any kind of clicking or background sounds. Again, these things are very advanced and I don't typically do them often unless I know exactly what I want to remove and I have that selected. I don't ever apply it to a whole track. Compressor dot 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 C. Same with that. Compressor. Distortion dot 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 D. Distortion. You can add if you have a, an electric guitar track you want to play around with, you can add that. Echo dot 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 E. You can do echo. This is not where I would go for what, what I, I used to think that echo was reverb, but it's not. <laughs> so you can adjust different settings for the echo if you want to. In some software, it it's you can make it like reverb, so that's the only option you have. But in this case, uh, echo is literally echoes you. It doesn't give you kind of that vibrant sound that reverb does. That's the one I typically use, so we're getting down to that one now. Fade in, F. Fade in. So if you want um, a part of your track to fade in slowly, you can do that um, so that it's kind of a slower thing and you can do chunks of a track with that. Um, fade out. There's fade out. I use that a lot. Um, if I want to fade my both of my tracks out at the end, because some of the karaoke things go on too long, I feel like sometimes, so I'll use the fade out and I'll select the portion of the tracks that I want to apply that to, and it will fade it out at the end of my track. Filter curvy Q dot 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 F. Um, that is not accessible at all. <laughs> Just it's a it's an EQ thing. It opens up uh, a couple of interfaces that are very difficult to use without any vision. Graphic EQ dot 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 G. Same thing here. Invert I. Invert. I've never used that. Not sure what it is. Loudness normalization dot 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 L. I have used this before. Um, again, it will degrade from the quality a little bit. I've used it more with spoken content than with um, vocals because um, it does take away from kind of the, the sound of your voice to take the loudness parts out. Noise reduction dot 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 N. Noise reduction. Normalize dot 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 N. Normalize. Um, and I've used that before too. Again, it's it's a matter of preference. You can select all your tracks and use normalize and technically it's supposed to make it sound balanced. I found it doesn't always work and it normalizes some of it too much and so you, you do have to kind of just play with that. Pulse stretch dot 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 P. Phaser dot 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 P. I don't use any of these. Repair R. Repair. I've never used that either. Reverb dot 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 R. Oh, there's my reverb that I that I usually use. So it's a little bit tough to get to. There's not a real shortcut key. Um, you just kind of have to know how many times to hit R or shift R when you get into the effects menu. So I'm going to press enter here. Menu bar. To navigate, press left right arrow. Leaving menu bar. Table 3 audio 3 selected row. Reverb dialog. Room size left burn percent right burn colon edit spin box. 75. To set the value. Now, if you, the higher you have this set, uh, the more kind of echoey sound you're going to get. So if you're doing like I always think if I'm doing kind of a faster song, I like to have the room size a bit smaller to 
kind of give it a little bit less of that because it's more punchy. I want it, it's fast moving. If it's a slower song, I sometimes want it higher. So I, I usually use it at about 75. I've played with it a lot. Um, so that's kind of my personal preference. You can adjust those numbers however you want. And um, you do that with the 74, 73. up and down arrow keys. 74, here. 75. So then you press, I'm going to press tab. Left, right slider, 75% to increase or decrease. Use the arrow keys. And that's, you know, however you want the slider to go. So let's say 74%. I want that to be 50%. 67. Let's see. 63, 62, 61%. 60%. I'll keep going. I'm doing 54%. left arrow here. 52%. 50%. Okay, so I've got my... Room size left burn percent right burn colon edit spin box. 50 to set the value. So it adjusted both of those. So I don't typically use the slider either. Um, but if you want to play around with that, you definitely can do it. Your size will just 51, 52. be smaller. So I'm going to go back up now 60, with the arrows to 75. 66, 67, 68, 71, 72, 73, 74, 75. Left, right slider, 75% to increase. So you can use left, right slider or up, down slider. <laughs> so um, that'll adjust that. Pre-dash delay left parentheses right parent colon edit spin box 50 to set the value use the arrow keys or type the value alt plus p computer braille you can change this um, to a, a preference this is the default but you can make it less or more if you want it to be a little you know more delay before it does the reverb or, or a little less so you can change that left right slider 25 percent to increase or decrease use the arrow keys reverb left parent percent right parent colon edit spin box 35 to set the value use the arrow keys or type again the these are just defaults I. You know, you can play around if you wanted to with a headset and see what you really like when you do it. Um, you know, always when you apply it, if you don't like it, you can undo it and start over. And worst, worst case, you can delete that the extra track and go back to your dry track and make a new copy and start over. So there's a lot of ways you can play around with it and then fix it. Left, right slider, 35%. Damping left, burn percent, right, burn, colon, edit, spin box, 40. Two, left, right slider, 40%. Tone low, left, burn percent, right, burn, colon, edit, spin box, 100. Two, left, right slider, 100. Tone high, left, burn percent, right, burn, colon, edit, spin box, 100. Left, right slider, wet gain, left, burn, DB, right, burn, colon, edit, spin box, minus 1. Two, set the value, use the arrow. Wet gain, so the wetness is what gives it that echo sound, kind of a floaty, wet water sound. That's how I remember wet. Wet, wet versus dry is kind of just the sound without anything on it. It's completely dry. Left, right, slider, 60, dry gain, left, burn, DB, right, burn, colon, edit, spin box, minus one. Two. So you can change all of that. If you don't want to create a second track, you can totally mess with that and, and just have one. I personally like the creating two tracks thing because then I can adjust the volumes of them and decide how I want them to be. Left, right, slider, stereo width, left, burn, percent, right, burn, colon, edit, spin box, 100, two set, left, right, slider, 100, Weatherly checkbox checked, to presets and settings button, to activate, press space bar. So you can do presets and settings, you can save your settings, and then you can make your own, like, this is what I use for slow, this is what I use for fast, and then you can pick one of those presets um, if you want to. Preview button, to activate, press space you bar, You can Alt preview it, however, because I've selected the whole track, I'm not going to get much in there because it's previewing it at the beginning. Um, so I typically don't use the preview unless I'm only playing with a little bit of the track. Apply button to activate press page bar. Then I Alt can press A. enter on apply. 2024 maybe it's you. To so now this track. Table, table three audio three selected row. That's selected should have echo on it now. I'm going to press space and try to verify that. Skip ahead a little bit. Here we go. Maybe it's you, maybe it's me, maybe it's just the constant rhythm of the sea. So you can kind of hear that it has now some echo to it. If I want a little more echo, I can turn that track up a little bit, I can amplify it, I can turn the other one down. There's a lot of different things I can do with those two tracks to kind of make them sound the way I want to. Um, I actually kind of like the balance it is now, but I don't know. I want to see what it sounds like with the actual music. So I'm going to press enter three, to unselect that track, and I'm going to go back up to my phone track. Table two, table one, phone muted row. One phone muted selected. Select that, and I'm going to unmute it. Control, shift, alt, U. Okay. Table, table one, phone selected row. All right, one so phone. now it's no longer muted, so I'm going to press space to play. Let's see what we get here. Okay. Maybe it's you, maybe it's me, 
It's just the constant rhythm of the sea. Maybe it's just that I've never been the kind that can pass a lucky penny by. Maybe it's wise, maybe it's not. Maybe it's you who brought the caring I'd forgot. Isn't it nice to talk about the special way that you smile whenever I'm around? Rising on the so I like the reverb that I've done. That's pretty much the effects I want to use. So now in the next part, I'm going to go over um, actually adjusting some of the levels with the vocals and the music because there's a couple of places where I want my vocals to be a little louder and I want the, you know, a couple of them down. So we will go over that in the next part of this presentation. Okay, so I wanted to stop for a few minutes um, to see if we have any questions so far. And, um, you know, if not, there's probably another 18 or so minutes uh, left of that at the, you know, the last half. So do we have any hands? Oh, uh, let's see. There we go. Uh, Melissa. Okay, can you hear me? Yep. Okay, good. That was fantastic. Um, like I said last time, um, at Desiree, you you got my fuel on fire. I want to get going on this, um, learning this. But um, what was that song? First of all, that sounds really gorgeous. <laughs> it's a Carpenter song. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> oh, it's not as well of a known one, but I I like it a lot. And I sang it a couple years ago and recorded it, but I wanted to try it with the new microphone just to compare them, you know? So, sure. Yeah. Well, it's gorgeous nice. so far. Oh, thank you. Um, so, um, so how do you know, like how much of a percentage of a reverb do you want? Do you just kind of just preview it, listen to it? and Yeah. Just... And it depends on, you know, your setup. It depends on the song. Like I, I feel like some songs don't need as much. Um, or if you're like hitting some super high notes and you don't want to float away on too much water, wet sound, um, <laughs> there's just, it's kind of a personal preference. I, that's why I like to do the dry, the copy of the track, because then, you know, I can listen to it if I apply it and I, I just, uh, I don't like that. And I can't necessarily get it to undo, um, that does happen. And so, um, but the other advantage to using kind of a dry track and a wet track and combine them when you're playing it it actually kind of offsets so that it's not just reverbed. It's not, you know, so you get a little bit of everything, but you can kind of play around with those numbers and see how it sounds. I would recommend, you know, using a headset when you do all of that, just so oh, you yeah. get a real idea. <laughs> yeah, so. Definitely. Well, I have this this Logitech headset that I'm wearing right now. I mean, would that be okay for recording songs or not? I think you could you could try it um, and just see if you like the sound. You might experiment with, I don't know if it has like a, some of those have like the boom microphone piece that you can move around a little bit. Um, you can decide if, do I want it really close to my mouth? Do I want to move it out a little? Um, I don't know. I have one that, that I can adjust it. It's a physical piece that I can move up and down. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, you might do some experimenting with that. You know, on some computers, the, the built-in mic is, is good. Um, and with Audacity, you could set it to where I'm just going to play it through my headset but I want to record using the microphone. I don't like the one on the HP. I haven't played too much with using the Max built-in microphone, but I know that people do it and it sounds pretty good too. So um, lots of options. Well, like I said, you filled my, fueled my fire. I'm like so ready to learn this. So. All right. All right. <laughs> and that, that's going to be a birthday present to myself, I think this year. A uh, uh, Computer? Or l l learning how to use. Oh, the learning! Oh, yeah. perfect. Well, well, happy early birthday then. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, thank you, and uh, this is this is awesome. Thanks so much for doing this. <laughs> thank you. All right, don't have any other raised hands at the moment. All right. Well, if you end up with questions, everyone, I'm hoping to have a little time at the end, and we can. Oh, you do now. Oh, as soon wait, as wait a minute. <laughs> okay. All right. Chris, go ahead. 
maybe I'm missing a step here. So you recorded singing that song with the accompaniment track, but then how did you get your vocal out of there to be able to play with it by itself to figure out the reverb and all the things that you wanted to do with it? I Maybe I missed yeah, a step. That's, well, that's a good question. So anytime you, you record vocals, um, I always recommend, and, and they do it in studios too, um, <clears throat> to wear a headset. So basically then you can, you get more of an isolation of just your vocals. Um, and so then you're able to kind of mute that top track that has your accompaniment on it so that you can play with your vocal track. Oh, does, that, okay. does that answer it a little bit? Okay. Cause I was just picturing <laughs> if I was going to record myself singing with a accompaniment track with my phone how I would go about doing that. Yes. And you, you can, but I would, I would say go ahead and wear a headset when you do it um, and play that, play the music itself, your accompaniment through the headset so that you're, when you record, you only have the, your vocals. And then when you import it into audacity, then you have a separate whole separate track with just your voice that you can, you can copy and you can play with that way. Okay. Okay. I get it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, we are clear at the moment. All right, we are going to continue and we'll play a little bit with amplification now. So now I have my affected track and I have my dry track and I have my music track. So now what I want to do is kind of play with these two tracks and cut some of the silence parts out or the you know uh, make them silent and maybe do some amplification of things so the first thing I'm going to do is make sure I've got both tracks selected not the music track but both of my vocal tracks the one with the effects on it and the other one so table two audio three row I'm going to press enter here table two audio three selected row two audio three selected okay and I'm going to table three audio three row Table three, audio three, selected well. row. Three, audio three, selected. Okay. So, um, as with kind of all of my tracks, <laughs> the beginning of a track always has kind of some clearing my throat and getting situated and while the music starts. So I want to make sure that that is silence. So the first thing I'm going to do now is I'm going to press the space key. And when I'm ready to set my cursor uh, to the place where I start singing, I'm going to use the X key. So here comes the space key, and it's going to play. I know it's coming up. Now. Okay. Uh, actually, that's yeah, a little too. Okay, there's where I want it. So I did all of that with my arrow, my left and right arrow keys. So once it's playing, you can move uh, back and forth or, you know, through the track with your left and right arrow keys. So I've got my cursor set where I want it. Now I want to um, select from the beginning of that, of the track to my cursor. So I think it's going to be shift J, but I'm not positive. So I'm going to go through the tracks, the select menu, just to make sure I don't make a mistake here. Um, I can't do shift home because I'm using a keyboard that doesn't have, it's very difficult to use the home key. So um, it's, it's a mantis, so it's got no numpad or anything. So I'm going to go to my select menu. I'm going to press alt. Menu bar, file, to navigate, press left or right arrow. F. I'm going to press S for select. Select menu, all control plus A, to move through items, press up or down arrow, A. Going to go down to region. None, N, track submenu, T, region submenu, E. I could have hit E, but I forgot that one, so I didn't. Um, I'm going to do a right arrow to open this menu. Left at playback position, left bracket, L. Nope. Right at playback position, right bracket, R. Nope. Track start the cursor, shift plus J, S. It was shift plus J. So I'm going to do this one, track start to cursor, because I've set my cursor where I want it with the X key. 
leaving menus, table three, audio three, selected row. So I pressed enter here. Now I'm going to generate silence. So I'm going to press alt and then the letter G for generate. Menu bar, file, to nav, generate menu, plugin manager, to move through items, press up or down arrow, P, chirp dot dot dot, DTMF tones, noise dot dot dot, S, silence dot dot dot, S. It is S for silence. I also down arrowed, that's what I was using to get to silence. So I'm going to press enter here. Leaving menus, table three, audio three, selected row, silence dialog, duration, colon, duration, zero, zero, eight, zero, zero, meters, 11, S plus two, seven. So it's 11 seconds of silence. It basically told me it's zero hours, zero minutes. It says meters, but it's, you know, minutes and then 11 seconds. So I'm just going to shift tab until I get to the apply or okay button. Generate button. Preview button. To activate, generate, generate button. Generate to activate button. press space bar. So it's just one shift tab from there. I'm going to press enter. Track panel to activate press space bar. Table two, audio three, selected row. Okay. And then I always press J to, to kind of reset. What that does is clears any selection I might have. Um, that way when I do a playthrough, uh, it starts at the beginning and does all that. You know, if you want to, if you're silencing something in the middle of the track, you don't want to press J or you'll lose your spot. You'll have to find it again. Um, but for now, since it's at the beginning, I'm going to press J. Then I'm going to press space to check that it did what I wanted it to. Okay. Yep. So you don't hear all that stuff I did. Now, I hit X because in this area, my music gets louder and it starts to get hard to hear me. So I'm going to actually, I'm going to store my cursor position here because I want to select a bit of this of these tracks and make them louder. So um, I've got my cursor set. Now I'm going to go back to the select menu, and that's going to be Alt. Menu bar, file, to navigate, press left or right arrow, F. S. Select menu, Alt, Control, plus A, to move through items, press up or down arrow, A. Then I'm going to down arrow. None, N, track submenu, T, region submenu, spectral submenu, audio clip submenu, cursor to store cursor position, C, store cursor position, I. Now, I'm going to press enter here on store cursor position. So this is where it's going to store that setting, that where I have it set right now. And then when I move forward in the track, I can then go back and set that cursor in a new area, and I can select from the stored position to my new position. So I'm going to press Enter here on Store Cursor Position. Uh, and next time I will try to press I and see if that works. Like I said, sometimes those work and sometimes they don't. It just depends on the day and if anything else is focused and, and that kind of thing. So I'm going to press enter. Leaving menus, table two, audio three, selected row. Now I'm going to press X and don't ever press the space bar to play. Once you've set your cursor somewhere, if you press space, generally it will start from the beginning of the tracks. Sometimes it doesn't, but most of the time it does. So now if I want to continue through the track, I'm going to press X. Maybe it's wise, maybe it's not. Maybe it's you who brought the caring I forgot. Isn't it nice to talk about the special way that you smile whenever I'm around? Rising on the shrine. Talk about special way that you smile whenever I'm around. Okay, so I hit X again to set my position. So I'm going to turn that part up just a little bit since the music got louder. And the reason I stopped it here is that in the future part, I actually am going to want to turn it even louder because there's backup singing and different things. So now I want to. Uh, select from my stored position to here. So I'm going to go back to the select menu, Alt. Menu bar, file, to navigate, press left or right arrow, F. S for select. Select menu, Alt, Control, plus A, to move through items, press. Arrow down. None. Tracks, region, sub, spectral, audio, cursor to st store, cursor, cursor to store, cursor position, C. Now it's apparently C for cursor to store, cursor position. 
So I'm going to press enter here. Menu bar to navigate, press left or right arrow. So now it's stored my position and or selected from my stored position to this new position that I'm at right now. So now I want to add the effect of amplification. So I'm going to press alt. Menu bar, file, to navigate, press. Then uh, C for effects. Effect menu, plugin manager, to move through items, press up or down arrow, P. I'm going to try A. Add real-time effects, E, A. Nope. Amplify dot dot dot, A. So I had to hit A twice. And then I'm going to press enter for amplify. Menu bar, to navigate, press left or right arrow. Leaving menu bar, amplify dialog. Amplification left, blend, DB, right, blend, colon, edit, 3.283. Type in text. So it says 3.283. Now that is as loud as it can go without creating a problem with audacity and having it either distort or the track completely um, disintegrates. <laughs> so you don't want to go past that point. So I can go up to three decibels up, 3.283. I only probably want ah, 1.5. So I'm going to erase this. Three, blank, blank. And I'm going to type in 1.5. 1 1.5. Okay, so I've done that. Now I'm going to press enter. Track panel to activate press space bar. Table two, audio three, selected row. Okay, so now I'm going to press my X key and it should actually Maybe it's fine. So it put me where I had started my selection. So that's where I'd stored my position the first time. So I'm going to go backwards a little bit with my left arrows. And I can do this while it's not playing. Maybe it's wise. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's you who brought the caring I forgot. Isn't it nice to talk about the special way that you smile whenever I'm around? Now, I hit X again, because here I want to store another cursor position. Um, because now I actually want to turn this up more than 1.5, this next part, because it's it's got backup and stuff in it. So I might do like 2.5. So going to do Alt. Menu bar, file, select menu, Alt, Control, plus A, to move through items, press up or down there. Maybe here is where I can press I. Let's try it. Hmm. Okay, so I'm going to press I. Leaving menus, table two, audio three, selected row. I don't know if it worked. I guess we'll find out. Let's do an X. Okay, and X again. That's where I want my cursor now. I'm going to do all Menu bar, file, S select menu, all control plus A, to move through C. items, leaving menus, table two, audio three, selected row. Okay, I'm going to do Alt. Menu bar, file, to navigate, C effect menu, plugin manager. A twice. Add real time, amplify dot dot dot. And enter. Leaving menus, table two, audio three, selected row, amplify dialog, amplification left, or DB right, or colon edit, 2.247. Now, interesting. So now it's down to, I only have 2.24. I think I'm going to actually just go 2.24. Um, amplification DB left, right slider, 52, new peak amplitude left, allow clipping checkbox, not check, presets and settings, but preview button, apply button, to Amplification left, or DB right, or colon edit, 2.247, type in text, alt plus a. I'm going to hit it. I'm going to hit. Um, I'm actually going to preview it. Let's see what happens when I preview Apply this. Button. Preview button to activate press space bar. Alt plus P. Rising on the Amplify. shore, the ocean king. Okay. 2024. It let me preview it. Apply button to activate press. Um, it didn't go over. I don't think it took out my music track. So the preview only will apply to the selected tracks. You can't hear the rest. So, um, I can always undo it if I don't like it. But I'm going to go ahead and apply it. Track panel to activate press space bar. Table two, audio three, selected row. Okay, and now I'm going to go left arrow back a bit, and then I'm going to press X. Around, rising on the shore, the ocean king walks along the waves of velveteen. His only thought is love for me. Couldn't we stay, or must we go? Couldn't we stay and watch the splashy rocks we throw? So, and this is again personal preference. I would personally turn that up a little bit too because the music stays pretty loud and it um, 
also has backup later. I do it in chunks like this because it's easier to undo it if I don't like it. You know, if I know I want the whole entire track turned up, then I'll do that. But if I just want to isolate certain phrases or certain parts that I want the vocals to be a little louder, I can do that. I would not generally recommend applying amplification during your music track on that track, on the on just the music, because um, it will be noticed a lot more. If you were to go in there and turn it up and down, it would be noticed way more than your vocals. So once you have your music track set at about the volume you want, then you would just move the vocals up and down in different places as you want to. And then you can go through and continue to do that towards the end of the song. Um, I also want to show you one more time how to do a silence kind of in the middle of the track. So I'm gonna just press X here and let it keep going for a minute more. Only a fool would want to leave the paradise that I'd find whenever you're Now I press X here because I know that there's about, I don't know, eight seconds, maybe less of instrumental where, and sometimes I do use that time to <coughs> clear my throat or sometimes I even complain about, oh, I just messed that part up. <laughs> so I have to cut those things out. Um, so I am going to do what we did before. I'm going to do Alt S and I to store my cursor position. So Alt menu bar file to net S select menu. I. Leaving menus, table two, audio three, selected row. Okay, now I'm going to press X to keep playing. And then I press X here so that I can come back in singing because I know that's where it is in the song. Now I'm going to do Alt. Menu bar, file, S, select menu, Alt, Control, plus A. To move through items, press up or down arrow, A. C for cursor, distorted cursor position. Leaving menus, table two, audio three, selected row. Okay, and then I'm going to generate a silence again. So I'm going to do Alt and then G for generate. Menu bar, generate menu, plugin manager, to move through items, press up or down arrow. I'm going to do S. Leaving menus, silence dialog, duration, colon, duration, zero, zero, eight, zero, zero, meter, zero, nine, S plus one, one. That's nine seconds. I was close. <laughs> Always listen for that because sometimes if it doesn't have the right stuff selected, you'll get different numbers on the duration of your silence. So you always kind of make sure that that does say what you want it to or what you think it should say. Um, and then I shift tab to generate button to activate generate. Press 2024 press maybe a few. Table two, audio three, selected row. Now I'm going to go back a little with my left arrows. Yep. So now it's started the silence here. Talk about the special way that you smile whenever I'm around. Rising on the shore, the ocean king walks along the waves of velveteen. His only thought is love for me. So this goes all the way to the end of the song, and again. There are all of these places where I would mess around with, okay, I sing a little bit lower, I can't hear it as well with the backup, so I'm going to turn my vocals up a little bit to compensate for that. Um, and I'm going to select certain little areas to do that with. So, But this just gives you an idea of how this works, and hopefully it's helpful, and always, always save it as you're going through with control S. Now, if I didn't get the results I want, I can go into my edit, alt E. Edit menu, undo silence, control plus E. To move through items, press up or down arrow, U. I can undo silence. Leaving menus, table two, audio three, selected row. Okay, so it's gone now. I can go to the edit again, alt E. Edit menu, undo amplify, control plus E. To I could undo my amplify or, oops, I didn't mean to undo my silence, so I can down arrow. Redo silence, control plus Y, R. Leaving menus, table two, audio three, selected row. And I can redo it. So put it back to where I had it. So there's always ways that you can change things. And the other thing that the option that you always have is 
if you find that your affected track is just not what you want, no matter what you do, you don't like the reverb, then you can always remove that track and start over and copy your dry track again and start um, with the effects again. So hopefully that helps everybody. I appreciate everybody coming and hopefully everyone has a good and safe weekend and enjoy the Super Bowl and all that fun stuff. So thank you. Had to throw that in there. <laughs> awesome. So um, that's the end of the pre-recorded part. Does anyone have any questions? All right, let's see. No racing so far. All right. So everybody knows exactly how to do it and what they're doing. That's good, right? <laughs> um, I didn't go through. <clears throat> okay, you have one now. Oh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Rick. I, I am a total novice at all this. So this question may seem, um, yeah, ridiculous. No but... such thing as a ridiculous question. We're good. <laughs> How many different tracks can you deal with at one time with Audacity? I want to think it's like 16, but then you can okay. mix and render them. You can like combine them into it. And so it's it's kind of unlimited. I think you can really just, you know, go to town and create all kinds of tracks. <laughs> but I think okay. 16 main ones. Um, I've only, I think, the and and I do, like when I do my takes of, of a, the different, so I'll do like three tries. I like to try to get one that I don't have to play with too much if I can help it. Um, but sometimes, you know, it happens. And so I'll record it once in Audacity and I'll mute that one, record another one, mute that one to, you know, and just do it as many times as I need to. And then they all match up and I know that I can kind of play around and pick the best part. If I, oh, the first part on that one was really good, but the second part I lost my whatever. And, you know, and so I can combine those two to make one track. So nice. it's, you know, that's what they do in the studios. It's, it's kind of cheating. And I've, I've have a mixed feelings about it because there's a part of me that like, look, you want to hear, you want to hear it real, like authentic. I don't, but there are times when, you know, since people listen to it as, as a recording over and over possibly, or you, you know, have to listen to it over and over, um, you have to be able to live with it. And, you know, sometimes that means fixing it a little bit for me, but not everybody, but that's. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. No problem. And I, I didn't go through exporting because I, we kind of touched on that, I think last time. But um, once you're done playing around with all of that, even if you leave, like I deleted the tracks that I, you know, did takes on or whatever. But if you, you leave those there and leave them muted, when you do the export, it's only going to pull from the tracks that are not muted. Um, so, you you know, anything that you do, you can kind of leave in the project file and then export your in, into MP3 and it's it's clean, you know, based on what you have actually playing at the time. Um, and that's just the control shift E and then you pick MP3 or wave. I think we kind of went through it a bit and then it'll save, it'll save that part of your, you know, of your project as an MP3. Um, so it's, it, you can kind of do it in bits too. If you wanted to only save part of it, you could do that, but um it's it comes out really really nice um, as an MP3 if you put the sampling rate pretty good and and all of that. So, okay. thank you. So so Audacity is available for both platforms, Windows and Mac. Yes, yes. And, um, and is is that a paid program or no. are there different different levels? No. So this is free. Um, some yeah. of the plugins that you might want to get for some of the effects, you, you might need to pay for some of that, but I didn't do it. This is all, everything I'm doing, I haven't paid anything for. So it's all built into the, the free program. Okay. Great. Yeah. Thank you for sharing all this. Yeah. Hopefully it helps. I think I look forward to hearing people's music and maybe they did some playing with it. And that's always nice to, you know, it, it's stuff that I, I kind of taught myself over years and years of different audio editors and, and playing around, but 
mostly it's just what I like, what sound I like. And then I kind of get into a rhythm of it and I know I can do it quickly because I know what I'm, what I'm trying to do. So. Right. Trial and error is a big factor. I'm sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it takes forever. And my kids are, Oh, you have your headset on again. You must be. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So. Okay. Thank you. Awesome. All right. Any more questions? 10 minute mark. All right. Um, I'm not seeing any raised hands. All right. Well, normally I would uh, play the finished product on karaoke, but um, it's theme night this weekend. And I didn't actually put a song in because we we're planning on going out for, for dinner, possibly for Valentine's Day early. So I didn't know if we'd be home to introduce. So. I will be listening when I can, and I look forward to hearing what people come up with for theme night for karaoke. So um, I I do want to throw into um, that, you know, if you need to get in touch with me, um, you can always go through and fill out the contact form on my website. I also put music and stuff up there. I'm still working on getting this content put up there. Um, you know, just haven't done it all yet. But um, the website is uh, DesireeRenee.com and that's D-E-S-I-R-E-E-R-E-N-A-E.com. And then there's, there's a contact form through that that seems to work better than the email address. Sometimes I don't get those um, on that email. So, um, and you can always reach out to community too, if, if you need, to get a hold of me. I'm still good. Ren asked me some questions. I still got to sit down and I thought maybe some of this information would actually answer some of those. So that's why, um, but I will um, look over that again today and, and give you some more answers. So I appreciate it. Um, I appreciate Bell and Darcy for uh, hosting and streaming and all that good stuff. I really want to play and learn about streaming. I think it sounds like fun how, how to make that work with um, uh, Lady A. I can't say her name or everybody will be mad at me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Well, if no one has any questions, I think I'll give you a few minutes back of your Friday afternoon. And um, again, everybody have a good weekend. And thank you so much for coming. And hopefully this information is helpful um, to get everybody started with Audacity. Um, Next time I might touch on, it does work with the Mac. Um, It's There are some quirks with it uh, on the Mac that I'm still trying to figure out. I actually really like the sound better on the Mac that comes out. I just, I don't like not being able to hear myself when I'm recording. So I have to figure out what I can do for that. I might need to use the mixer instead of plugging it directly into the Mac um, and just do some different things like that. So um, next week, maybe we'll, we'll touch a little bit on Mac use with, for those of us that have a Mac, um, it's very similar, just a little different commands and the layout's a little different. Um, so, so, all right. Well, thanks everybody and have a great day and I will.